Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, USB-C gets modular, snap on your phone charging cable, and a way to prevent an underwear disaster when traveling. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast about crowdfunding projects, where we go out, find cool projects, and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who I hopefully hopefully is rested, but he was out working hard, <laughs> or as as some of us know, he's he was really playing, but that's what happens when you find a career that you enjoy and love to do. Right? right. The, the, the work one, becomes play. Yeah. The one and only, Drew Tyler, how you doing, Drew? <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just barely back from 11 days of hard work, but my work became play, and it was very enjoyable, hard work play. But I'm back. I'm ready to go. I'm glad you're back and you're energized and refreshed. And, you know, I'm excited to talk about crowdfunding. So before yes. we go into our projects today, let's go into some news on there. And usually it's actually a heavy Kickstarter news thing. But this time we're, we're launching it with Indiegogo. On oh. there. So do you remember the in-demand um, crowdfunding that Indiegogo launched probably about six months ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. On there, where they, it allows them to collect to raise more money after the project has been completed, and they've been pretty selective on who gets the in demand, um, right? Uh, you know, ability Option. to do that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what they've actually done is actually put out tips on how to make your in demand successful. And the reason I want to bring that up is because I think not only is this good for people who are still crowdfunding, but this is also good for anybody in general after they've funded and gotten their money, you know? Um, and can you guess what the number one uh, thing is? Cause I know you haven't looked. Can you guess without, without looking? Um, uh, be uh, talk with your people, engage it. I don't know. Yes. What is it? That is actually, is it? Is it? Is it? number one, consistent communication. Consistent. This is, yep. This is something that we like literally beat down. consistent communication is very 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 um you know an important thing to do so that way you can make sure that uh people know what you're doing especially if you're still trying to raise money which is because you don't want to just go silent disappear because that's not not a good way to raise your money on there and they give you examples on you know these different guys who are always communicating always putting out updates even though technically they're project has been completed Wait, is it cats cats the other one is that what it was uh, Put cats in all this your one pictures? was i think it was um i forgot what it was it was uh like a drone if i remember right and oh. that, that cat is like their mascot or something <laughs> um and then so th- they say put up updates other one is to this is more business type thing so if you're you know small business large businesses are like kt why are you saying this, this is one of the first things we do is set up a right. customer management system or a cms you'll you, there's tons of them like zendesk is one of them um uh-huh. keep are, track of all the uh, yeah. uh, questions and yeah. All, yeah. Oh. keep track of your questions that's normally where you would put in your contact information for your customers and everything and that's the way you can stay in contact with them and depending on how fancy they are, they even will log your emails and stuff. So you know what you've said to them while you're talking to them. Because, of course, you're not going to have, you know, if your project's hundreds of thousands of people, you're not going to remember everybody and all the communication. Right, right. Oh, I'm sure you'd get lost. Yeah. I got lost with like 30. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is, this is, this is, this is my Achilles heel right here, is limited offers 
on that. It should just say in parentheses, if you want KT's money, <laughs> yes. make it a limited yes. offer. And what's nice about um, Indiegogo and Kickstarter in a sense is that you can actually add you can add more perks to your project at any time. So if you just put a limited offer on there, um, if it sells out and it's really popular, just add more. <laughs> and, uh, with with the caveat on making sure that it's scalable, that you can actually fulfill these offers. Yeah, Don't just, just keep adding them <laughs> on there. But make sure you know you can actually scale them. But you know you might want to start out with a more conservative offer um, amount for your limited um, deals that you wanted to do and then leave the rest of kind of in a reserve on that. Um, and then, of course, add-on perks. This is always good. Um, and you've kind, you've kind of seen these where a lot of like repeat backers will come up and say, hey, you know, if you back this one, you can add on and get another of um, what I did on the previous. Like I, for Len Peralta's, I had his season five, and that was my first kind of thing into his Geek Week card set. So he's had four right. sets of those already, and I was able to add on the season one and two packs together. So now I'm closer to collecting all all the seasons and everything. Yeah. <laughs> on there. And then uh, and the last, and the, another one is, this, this is a good one too. Say you have a tablet that's only 32 gigs. These guys offered you to do another add-on to collect more money to upgrade it to 64 gigs. Um, okay. Which is always, is another good one. And then another one is digital marketing, um, Google AdWords and whatnot. Those are a good way, you know, th- that's more traditional marketing on there. Mm-hmm. And number five, we'll kind of go into this in our next news story, is cross-promotion on there. So do you think these five tips are kind of good? Cause I, Sounds like they took our show and listened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot like, of these are ours. Uh, I, I know they, they put it as for in-demand funding, but I, I honestly think these are good fundamentals to have, especially yeah. if you're starting a business for the first time. These are good basic business principles you should also keep in mind anyways. So it's always yep. good. Yeah, building building any sort of a brand, uh, especially if you have you know something to sell, talking to your people, giving them the best value possible, and then especially cross promotion, tying yourself to somebody else that has an audience that you can share. These are excellent. Yeah, way to go, Indiegogo. Yeah. So speaking of that cross promotion, we go into our next story from Backer Kit of all places on there. But have have you seen it before, Drew? Where okay, you backed a project, and then all of a sudden their next update is like, hey, we just wanted to show you this other cool project. Um, I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, there, just in comments or in updates. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple of them. On there. So what BackerKit actually did, and if you guys don't know BackerKit, you probably do, is they're they're kind of uh extra service that people can sign up for and send out surveys and it helps fulfillment and stuff. So you've probably gotten BackerKit surveys from projects that you've backed before. Um so they went out and asked, um, is cross cross promotion worth the effort? Hmm. On there. So they they went through a couple people and some of the things that I found, um, which is you know, really good is you got to find the right partner when you're actually looking out there. You don't want to just find any, any just random project. And I like their, um, their, their decision is like, you want to find something that you would back yourself to cross promote with, and it would fit in your audience. So your backers would say, Hey, this seems like, um, interesting too on there. So doing that. And then the other thing is like, they, most people they just straight out ask. They'll send a message to the other cross to the project they want to cross promote with, and say, "Hey, we, you know, this is what we do. We think we would work. Your backers would like this. You know, we, you know, can we work something out? We'll promote yours on ours." Um, on there, and then the big question is, does it actually? Yeah, work does it work? Do you, do you get a bump on both projects if you do this? So yeah, so the 
the tricky part about this is it's kind of hard to track these on there. Um, it's getting a little better now since you can embed your Google Analytics code on there. Right. Um, another hint I tell people is use Bitly and then give a, a special Bitly link to the person you want to cross promote, and then you can go check in the analytics to see how many people actually mm-hmm. clicked on that link um, on there. But they say you can get for usually it's two to three percent conversion rate. So two to three percent of the people who actually see the cross promotion will end up going to back it. Some people are getting as high as 10%, which is really high. Um, that, that's worth it right there, I on, think. On there. And, yeah. they, and, and most people say it is worth it, but you should not try to prioritize it over other things like you know, your normal marketing things. I, they say don't rely it on as crutch, but it's a good kind of extra boost um, to get your project up. And it might be that just extra boost you need to get over your goal. Um, and Because one of the other things is they... Um, some one of the guys said he looks for something he can back, and that they have a f- good audience themselves already that have already right. backed that project on there. So they're they're looking kind of for equal numbers and stuff, and it's not just this cure all. But it seems like another good thing you guys want to think of. Um, on there. and the funny thing is, I'm, as I look at it, all our news stories kind of have a theme <laughs> going on with them <laughs> because the um, what they say is you want to find similar projects and stuff. So our actual Third news item is that this another website, and this is it's heavy for the project creator day um, on there, and it is a website called um, Kicklytics on that. Kicklytics. This, yes. this looks pretty impressive. I mean, yes. it looks like a whole bunch of numbers, but if you knew what to do with these numbers, you could do something. Yeah. So what happens is Kicklytics is a website that actually does analytics for Kickstarter projects. <laughs> so so they have different things. So they have them labeled. They tell you what day they're on. The the popularity ranking how, how many pledges they've gotten how many backers the popular price so which tier which um, pledge tier people have backed on wow. the shares how, how many of them are first time backers on there and then like there's a lot of information on this and what's really really interesting is they they literally break it down they show you how much money is getting raised through the process on there shows you your average pledge rate how much they're getting daily um, the rankings in all their categories. It even has social analytics. It shows you where they've shared a lot. Like this game right here, Facebook is by far getting the most shares on there. They have 7,000 shares on there versus, you know, 450 shares on there. And th- this is so the reason why it kind of ties with our cross promotion is if you look right here, there's this button that says similar. You click on that uh-huh. button, and as the website, the website's a little slow. On there, but it pops up. It shows you projects that are similar to the one that you're looking at. So this might be a way for you to actually go find potential cross promotion um, people who who would want to work with you on there. So Gosh. like, I, I love this website, and I can't believe I didn't find it sooner. Um, this and, is thorough. Like, yes. I mean, it, it's all big data, and it's all easily. You know, it's easy for them to pull it out, but to be able to just type in one word, find all kinds of data on like lots of interesting information you can analyze this and really make some good moves for your project before you before you pull the trigger yeah like even the search is so detailed like you can you can search by pledges and have a minimax you hump your backers dates like that is it is a crazy intensive on what they're finding yeah. what they have in there so um if you're trying to plan a project kicklytics is probably one of the places you want to make sure you check kicklytics 
now I can't focus on the show because I'm doing all kinds of kicklytics <laughs> for projects. I just want to see what's. Yeah. What are you? I I, I I love big data on there. Um. Uh, wow. On there. So all right, let's go into our first project of the night. So Drew, wait, wait. I, I don't think this applies to you and me because neither of us own a MacBook. And I'm not say one Mac, of these guys. Not a MacBook Pro, might I say, MacBook. Or, right, because that's all or, you get now. Or a laptop with USB C. So right. everybody's like, wait a minute, doesn't everything have um, USB? USB C is the newest version of USB that actually has a different connector and allows you to kind of. It's actually reversible. Allows you to flip back and forth. The first device that I actually knew who had it was the MacBook. The regular MacBook that Apple came out with, and the second one is actually the Google Pixel. On there, the problem with the MacBook version is they're only out. Of, they've they've literally eliminated every Johnny Ives has taken out every possible hole he he could on the MacBook, where there's only a USB C one USB C slot one. and a one headphone slot. jack. Power. That is USB. That is literally all anything Thunder, that's on yeah. there. Yeah, you charge through it. You use everything through it. The, and you guys can see the problem is if you're charging the MacBook, you can't plug in your external drive, or if you you know you have um, a mouse or keyboard you want to use at the same time, you're gonna to have to use Bluetooth, right? So yeah. our first project is called the uh, QSB, and what what it does is, is it helps expand USB C because just like other USB items, you can stack more USB items into the USB port, so you could break out a hub and stuff. So the way the QSB works is it's a bunch of little kind of tiny adapters. Like there's mm-hmm. one for the power, there's one for HDMI, and then there, there's one for, um, you know, your regular size USB. And what you, what, it, what it does is there's a cable. You, you plug the cable into your, the USB-C port on the MacBook, and then you can plug any of those QSB modules together in any order you want. And like as, a make-your-own-hub. That's yeah, awesome. as many as you want on there. So say you just need power and HDMI. You only need to plug those two in. Or if you just um, need a full-size USB, you plug that in and you're good to go. Um, and then you can have multiple. So say um, you're adventurous, Drew, and you need like three different USB ports on there. You could plug right. in three different USB ports to use your keyboard, mouse, and webcam all at the same time. <laughs> I, that's fantastic. If you think about it, any, and that's why I have a MacBook Pro, is that I need I need to have external hard drives plugged in at the same time as an HDMI camera on top of my uh, Thunderbolt you know, millions of things. So this is, I'd have this plugged in every time. I'd have this set up every time. Yep. And they, so it's, they're not only going to limit it with those three. Those are the three that they're launching with, but they're actually planning on having, you know, Thunder, Thunderbolt port, a display port, Ethernet, um, and, you know, any other ports you can think of. I mean, one day probably a Firewire port and only people yeah. in video really understand that i shot on a camera this weekend that had firewire like that was the main way of like transferring files and i was like i don't remember how to do it (laughs) how would i do this Um, yeah this is great i love so you saying it's called it's pronounced qsb um usb qsb i like that yeah qsb um on there and i i I love the idea just because that that was one of the problems with the macbook and I, because I loved how thin and how light it was when mm-hmm. Apple announced it, but I'm like, there's only one port that's not gonna fly with me. It's like, yeah, stick um, stuff on there all the time. Yeah, and I, and I tend to use a lot of CPU intensive things, so that draws power like crazy too. So I'm like, I'm gonna need it plugged in. 
But if I have it plugged in, I can't have my external hard drive plugged in, so I can't really edit, which kind of defeats the whole point of me getting this laptop. Right, and I think I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, okay, so not on, not only is this laptop at a certain price, but you're going to have to add on $50 for each attachment that you want to go in there. So when I need Ethernet, I'm going to have a different attachment for 50 bucks, and I'm going to have an HDMI for 50 bucks, and I'm going to have a – yeah. So this is a way to go. Yeah, I and, love and this. the adapters are fairly cheap. For three of them, they're 75 bucks, So it's a lot cheaper than buying the $30. Way more versatile, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for each one. and. Normally, I try not to find products that are specifically for one device. That's why you don't see a lot of like iPhone-specific stuff. Occasionally, they'll come in. The reason why I actually wanted to bring this one up, even though it is currently there's you know like three, maybe four laptops out there that uses USB-C, but USB-C is going to be the future standard. That's what you're going to see in all the devices, and you're going to run into this problem. And I think this is a great solution because what people are Right now, they'd have to carry like a big dock, and you don't want to. I mean, right. doesn't that defeat the point of getting something light and mobile? Is if you right. got to carry exactly. around a big dock, this you can just carry around as many of those you need. And even if you have like five of them in your bag, you don't have to pull out all five. You just pull out the two you need, and you're good to go. Yep. I love, I love how they stick together. The perfect little Lego blocks. You set up what you need to use, and boom, you're off and running. I think it's fantastic. Yep. Um, so is this a back track or sack for you, Drew? That was a back for me. I mean, I, I, as soon as I get a MacBook, uh, and I love what I'm working on now, but it will die sooner or later, and the next version I get will probably have this USB-C, so this would be mm-hmm. one that would make lots of sense. Yep. Definitely a back. And it's a back for me. This is me investing kind of more into the future, and I bet you after this is successful, you're going to see a lot more of these kind of type of things coming up soon. All right, Drew. Probably true. Probably true. So speaking of kind of connectors and that's kind of been our theme today. yes we're sticking stuff together <laughs> <And they're>, um, <laughs> one of the one of the biggest you know one of the biggest problems is charging our phones i mean let, let's be honest who listening has not has you know plugged in their phone within the last 24 hours to make sure it's charged or just driving an hour to Wyoming, <laughs> plug it in every chance you get. Yep. I mean, yeah. So, yep. so um, supposedly the second pro- project is going to help solve this, right, Drew? It's true. This is probably going to be the answer you're looking for. It's not, I mean, it's not like going to keep you charged up. It's not a battery. But I'll tell you what we're talking about here. This is a project that has been like quadruply seven times over funded already. But I really like how easy it was to come up with and i can't believe nobody else like thought of this beforehand this project is called snaps with a z snaps and it was simply this idea that if you can use a magnetic strip for connecting your your mag strip to your computer so your power supply connects to your computer with a little magnet and the reason why we did that is so that you don't trip and break and you know pull it out and it's easier to align and you don't have to worry about things why can't we do that with a phone charger and so Snap's company came up with this fantastic idea of putting just the slightest little dongle in the bottom of your phone. So instead of like right here in the bottom of where your lightning port is or your mini micro USB, whatever you're using, you put in almost like a plug. And you put that plug in there and it has the magnetic end that you would then attach your cable or adapter to. So check out this project. If you look at the way that it's coming together, all you have to do is attach a piece to your phone that that almost permanently stays inside of the port, so nothing's getting broke off. And as you want to connect your cable to it, your cable has a permanent, not permanent, a detachable adapter on it so that you can 
uh, magnet either, you know, one way or another way. You can just magnet on. Even the micro USB, which is usually a one-way thing, that option still, because it's magnetized now, you can still flip it any either way. So imagine not having to think about or not even see where your where your uh, adapter is. Like even in the hotel that I was at for the last week, in the dark, I'd try and charge up my phone on their little dock thing. And I was constantly trying to fill around and be like in the dark and be like, I can't. Okay, now I just set it down and well, it should, it should come in. It should hold. And it would yeah. never go on. And I'm always worried about busting it or breaking something. So this I, this idea is just make it a magnet, just like everything else. Stick something in there and make it a magnet. So I love it. I love the idea. And there's one other thing I love about this project. Not only is it simple and anybody could have, should have thought of it, but they named it just right because I saw this in my feed, and that's why I jumped on it. They put the name of the product, Snaps, the $9 magnetic adapter for your mobile device. And that's all I had to see. When I saw $9, I was like, I have $9. I'm going to take a look at this. What does it look like? And then I backed it. So what are your thoughts on this? I think it's it's brilliant. I can't believe it came out like it hasn't come out before. Oh, ever since Apple introduced the MagSafe, I'm like, why aren't our phones doing this? I Yeah. I So one thing that I've been very vocal about, and I hate it, but everybody uses it, is micro USB. You do not know how much I hate micro USB because it's tiny, it's flimsy, it's not really a good way to secure it, plus you have got to plug it in the right way. It's still a one-way, yep. Uh, yeah, I know so many people out there where they're like, yeah, I broke my USB cable. I'm like, how'd you do that? I was trying to plug it in the wrong way, and I didn't notice because yep. it was so tiny. Yep. Um, on their end. So I've been waiting for this, and this is why when USB-C came out, I was like, yeah, that's reversible. What took you so long? Right, and, right. <laughs> um, but as you can see, there hasn't been a lot of USB-C adoption yet. Um and so I, I I think these like snaps or how do you say it snaps? Ah, uh, snaps, snaps, snaps. I I think this is great because, and this is genius too, is because since they're putting adapters together, it keeps the cost down because mm-hmm. they don't have to go make a cable. And if you know, there's one company in Cupertino who actually makes <laughs> sure you know they don't you like unauthorized third party developers. You have to go through this whole entire process. And if you actually notice those cables tend to cost more than the micro USB because they have to go through the certification process and, well, they got to make up their cost somehow, right? Yep, yep. But this is an uh, ideal, yeah. but you still use the same cable and the little adapter sits on the end and all of a sudden you've got a magnet on this side, a magnet on your phone, bam. Yeah. Just stick to in fact, I would get this micro USB for my PS4 controllers and I would stick one in each PS4 oh, controller dude. and then when it's time to charge, you just set it down That's, and just be like... Oh, Bruh. that is genius. I need a, I was, I was going to back the lower tier, but I need to... Get more of these. <laughs> How easy is this? You just, you just leave these plugged in, and it's yeah, like that, that is genius. Because I that does. If anything, I hate about the PS4 is a stupid battery life on the stupid controller. Um, <laughs> and I, you could, you could. Yeah. I mean, it would be no thing to like quickly magnetize and just like suck it up and like, yeah, and then set it off every night. Yeah, like like I I know Jeff says it's not a problem for him, but for me, the battery life on these controllers seemed to suck compared to the you. Just play hard. <laughs> I don't. Know. Just Do you not notice player. that too? Like it seems to not be that great. Might, yeah, it's not good. It's not good <laughs> on there. So I, I like that. My only little fear is what happens if I need to pull out the adapter, but I don't think it's going to happen that often. You need yeah, fingernails. You just get in there. Pull. I don't know. It looks like Actually, it snugs you might, up. You, you really might nicely. be able to like just stick a magnet in there. A big, think, yeah. uh, like a strong magnet and just pull it out like that. But out more. <laughs> Maybe uh, I want. I wanted to address. Uh, that. Yeah, I, I I love the price, and I also love this. These guys are from Canada, 
so they use weird money up there um on there but if you look they marketed it straight for us cons- consumers cuz that really $9 do. is $9 american not $9 it's $11 in canada right so, right it's true like that that is, love- that's one of those things that i tend you know you tend to forget if you live in the us but if you're making a project from outside keep in mind that most of your audience speaks english and most of them Sorry, probably yeah. live in the us um on there so that i mean that's just that little tiny detail they they got i think was was a great idea oh and then we didn't even mention that one of the tiers or several of the tiers you can get a portable keychain which will store the adapter and the and the tips what? and the parts just and a nice little glass keychain that just kind of hangs off the end of it. It's really small and it just keeps the parts with you. So wherever you go, you can be like, "Oh yeah, let me pop that out," and then you can charge on anybody's. Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I so you just yeah. have it with you on there. And the another thing is, since that adapter is so small, it fits in most cases. Um, yeah, uh, uh, like right. A, a lot of other solutions, it's like you gotta put your phone in their case, or you gotta have this thing like hang. Like I know there's a lot of those induction ones, and the way they do it is right. the. You hook it into the micro USB and then you flip it around on the back and you either tape it to the back or put a case on it. And then that's how you do the wireless one. Um, I think this is such a better, better yeah. solution on there. So it, it's back for me. Um, you've already backed it on there. I, I did. I backed it because as we were prepping for the show. I was like, oh, let's do this. This is a no-brainer for me. It's such a back. Um, in fact, I was trying to figure out if there was – oh, how firm will it snap into your phone – it's magnetic force, not friction. Your mobile device will likely separate when the device is held facing down or by forceful movement. So it doesn't sound like it's too hard to pull out. So yeah. maybe I should yeah, get I, maybe I should get the uh, four hundred and eighty dollar level. I get ten of each. Ten of each. I don't know Everything why I need a snappy. distributor license or reseller packaging, but it comes with free shipping. <laughs> snap it up! Hey, snap it up! How, how would be that be? They're like, so do you want to sell these? Um. Mm. No, I just needed that many because I have that many electronics in the house. Yeah, you would, <laughs> that would be it for that. Would work for you. <laughs> so that's it. That's the total back for me. Yeah. This is snaps. It's pretty oh, dang cool. That's a great idea on there. All right. So, I mean, kind of going this this next project definitely goes with our theme because it because you've been traveling, Drew. So a you, lot. You, you've probably had this in the back of your mind is. When you're packing your clothes, how do, how do you pack? Do you do the roll or do you just throw everything in and have your I'm a, kids I'm sit a, on it? Or do you yeah, like, I'm or, a stacker. So I, I triple fold and then just layer things on top of each mm-hmm. other and then do shirts next to pants and then tuck in socks around the outside. Right. So uh, I'm not very I'm not very good at it. So so I'm I'm gonna get a little personal with you on this, Drew. Oh please. Where where do you put your underwear? Um, I or, made or, a do you just, or do you just wear one and do the two? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, outside, backside, front side. No, I made a huge mistake because I took my PS4 with me to Detroit, and I wanted only just a carry-on bag because I did not want my, I did not want my um, bag luggage to be, you know, PS4. And I had a second screen in there too, so I actually tucked them into my clothes. Here's what I neglected to think about: that I. I would have to take the PS4 and the screen out for the security check. And so my underwear was the last thing I put in on top. <laughs> and so I'm in the security line, shoes off, belt off, and I am like lifting up my underwear and like pulling out my PS4 and being like, oh, it goes in its own little bin to go through the security x-ray. And here's my screen. And so underwear was everywhere. So on the way back, I made sure <laughs> underwear went on the bottom and then wrapped everything around it because that was my pad. But it was a mess. It was just a mess. I, I hope this project saves yes. me. And wh- where do you put your dirty underwear after you're done? Do you just throw it back in and hope you don't pull it out again? Yep. 
Yep. Because I live out of suitcase. I don't even bother using dressers. I just, you know, it's like, oh, well, that one's folded. I must wear that one now. And this is not folded, so I'll put it back over here. Yeah. So this is called the Ultimate Travel Undergarment Organizer, or the TUO on there. And what's great about this is this is actually a way to store your undergarments and your smaller clothes. Um, what is, what's in it is this, it's this foldable bag and it actually has three separate pockets where you can put your underwear in there. And then in, and in each pocket, it has a little um, elastic sleeves that you can put stuff in and keep it organized on there. And then it also comes with a um, dirty laundry bag in there that has two, 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 has a divider in the middle. So you can put your socks on one side and you can put your dirty underwear on the other side. Interesting. Um, on there. And, the pockets, they're not like covered. You can actually see through them so you know what's in the pockets. Mesh, mesh pockets. Mesh pockets on there. And what's nice. great is the handle, you can actually take apart so you can hang it on almost anything. Like, so if you don't have a hook, you could hang it on. I saw them hanging it on the um, towel rack before. Ah. So all you got to do is, you know, it folds up kind of like a, a three way wallet together. Okay. And okay. then you just put that into your bag. Um, I think there's a picture on there. And then. You just put your clothes around it on there, so it it compacts everything and has a good spot for whatnot. And I think this is interesting. When they actually did their market research, most people keep their underwear in Ziploc bags. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how they keep hmm. it organized. I, have, I do like to keep it organized. Yeah, I never like, thought of Ziploc uh, on there. So um, I like about this is because it's mobile, so you know you can just you know it's there. Um, if you see it packed, you're like, okay, my underwear is good to go because. Um, <laughs> Not not to not not to say I know this by personal experience, but I might. But you know, have you ever done a trip where you forgot to pack underwear and then you got to go make a store run and like put it all no. out when you get in the spot? I'm just, no, I've never forgotten underwear. <laughs> in fact, I overpacked this last one. I had too many clothes, but um, that would be a horrible thing. Yes, yeah, so that's I, a horrible thing. This you can tell, um, and they they have some pretty cool designs too. You know, they have they they have a white and then they have this hibiscus flower on there. Um, a black nice. with a red hibiscus flower on there, and um, this like special stretch goal one with like leaves or things, leaf <laughs> things on there that you can actually back. I l- I like this idea. Um, what really what really like convinced me because I'm like, well, this is, you know, a normal extra bag was that handle that you can actually unclasp and hook to things. Like you can take it apart and then wrap it around something or tie it around something, whatever makes it. Um, yeah. There and see, Hot Rod doesn't have this problem because he goes commando everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. Somebody was gonna. Somebody's gonna pull that out on there. This I, is brilliant. Yeah, like does this seem like something you you would use on there? Yeah, absolutely. I've, especially after traveling the last two um, the last two weeks. In fact, the one the first gig I did in Park City, I had a roommate that I didn't even know. So I was put in a hotel with a guy that I was shooting with, and we just shared our underwear. Like we just like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, hey. <laughs> so this would have been nice to be like, oh, okay, I'll just roll up and and I could have left that in the bathroom and he would not even have known that that was underwear. He would have been like, maybe like that's my shaving case. Yeah, this is this is cool. Yeah. I would definitely back this. I love the idea. I think it's a fantastic um just concept. Just just the idea of make things simple and easy, tuck away your unmentionables and make it versatile. Yeah, I mean they they show you other like examples on there like Somebody was using it as their gym bag because mm. you know gym gym clothes aren't that bulky or anything. So you could, the your gym clothes could fit in the pocket too, and just take that with you. Um, 
on there because nobody's gonna like steal that. Um, and it looks like it packs fairly well on there. Um, because the the mo- did you know the most efficient way to pack your clothes? There's two two efficient ways to do it. Is one roll your clothes. Um, you can fit more clothes in when you roll your clothes up. Uh-huh. Or the other way is to do this really convoluted thing where you fold your clothes on top of each other into this giant I've bundle. I've there. seen that. Um, where you, you're loading things and you have stuff off to the side and you leave shirts hanging out the edge until you get like a certain height and you pull the shirt in and then come. Yeah, I've seen that one. That one's cool. Yeah, that's crazy. And the um, Ultimate or Undergarment Organizer is kind of mini version of that because it folds on top of itself. Um, right, right. Pulls like, off. I, I, I love the idea. The bag looks pretty awesome because let's be honest, we've seen some very hideous luggage wear out there in the world. Um, we, we sh- I should have had Glenn on and asked them, what is the ugliest piece of luggage you've seen in life? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I'm sure he's seen a lot of ugly luggage. I, I think this is wonderful. I mean, look at this. She's, uh, she's got, I don't know how far in she's at, but there's still a month to go on the project. She's halfway, just about halfway there, almost exactly halfway there. Yeah, and I, think, I don't do math, almost halfway. Yeah, she's, she's almost halfway there. I think she barely launched a couple days ago. On there, and, and this, earn twenty backers. This, this is the kicker too: is this actually not? If you get in early enough, it's only thirty bucks. Um, the retail price is only going to be sixty, which I, I don't think it's that bad. If it's dur- durable luggage, I've I've learned after traveling a lot, it is worth spending a little bit extra for. So yeah, it doesn't fall apart on you. Yeah, to get this at half price it makes it great. That's a great idea. Um, like yeah, I I love the design. It's nice and elegant, and it just works. Um. And it's it's versatile enough where you can just take it and you know make it your own on there. So um, it's back for me. Is 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 this it's a back, back for me? Yeah, yeah, I love this is back for me. I love the idea. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah. So and that is the ultimate travel undergarment organizer. All right, Drew. This is, yes, it it's is time. It is, it is time for the sack of the week. And on here, I actually have two things on. I have not looked at either of these because I wanted so, to truly Okay, response. so what you want to do is go to the first one. Don't play the video because the video actually is decent. It's not the greatest. It's decent. But scroll down um, and see if you mm. notice anything in the descriptions. Oh, my goodness. And then I'll, I'll pull it up for everybody there. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't change a thing. They just left, like, the natural... <laughs> Write your brisket challenges here. This is why you need to make it real for. Oh, this is hilarious. So yes. this is like this is like Indiegogo's prompt. Yeah, that, that's to- Indiegogo's <laughs> templates, and they just left it all there. Oh wow! Which, which is weird because like the perks they filled out, the video they did, but they just didn't do the other part, wow. which is really really weird. And my tip: make sure you look at your projects before you hit that go live button. <laughs> that's amazing. I kind of want to know what the project is. Personal uh, medical device, and I can see a cigarette and a lighter. So it's um, they, they say it's for tobacco smokers who like to roll their own cigarettes and stuff because it comes oh. with the grinder and stuff. But oh, you, you can put two and two together. Um, it might, yes. this might yes. be a little more popular. Not so in, much tobacco. in like Colorado and stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> on there. Um, I didn't know they grind that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, you do if you're rolling your cigarettes. Like, I yeah, think, okay. I think I don't know. I have. Zero I can't believe that they didn't bother like writing anything yeah. else down. The rest of it, they have no backers yet. There's no movement on it as of yet. Yeah, and they want. Well, they have two backers. 
Oh, they have two? Yeah, for $110. And the funny thing is all they had to show was a 3D pro, 3D printed prototype. Um, oh. But they want three $334,800 USD. And, Get on you know, if, if To me, if they're trying to raise that much money, you'd think they'd actually put a little bit of effort to yeah. filling out the description, right? It almost says, like, we got lots and lots of money, and so we drew a picture for you. That's as far as we got. We just drew a picture. Oh, we printed this. Yeah, this, this you can... Yep. What if they just forgot? Yep. What's wrong, people? Yeah. All right. So for part two of our sack of the week, um, I know Drew. As a parent, you would love to have this app, but after yeah. I read through it, there's no way this would ever work. Okay. So number two is called "Who is dating my daughter?" Oh. And what they want to do is to make a teen dating website controlled by the parents. Oh dear, that would never work. <laughs> Horrible right. idea. And then, and then, so this is the description: is to develop an app to monitor who my teenage daughter is dating. The first section will consist of a voluntary voluntary section to be filled in by pers- please please proofread and not put in section twice. Just first thing <laughs> uh, on there to be filled by the prospective suitor. And who uses suitor anymore? Other than uh, yeah, right. Um, it will be simply name, age, GPA, hobbies. Does he drive in sports activities? Talk about being sexist. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, the, the second part will include reviews from past dates filled out by other parents. As, as to the reliability, reliability of, of the person in question. Things like punctuality, politeness, demonstration wow. of respect. Other things such as tattoos or piercing, piercings can be also annotated. This is a dating review site for parents. I'm just saying any kid under 18... <laughs> How how many kids under eighteen have a tattoo for the first part? Oh, I I don't know. I'd like to know what my kid was like. I would love this information about any guys that they were dating. I mean, in fact, this would be like a a rape my boyfriend kind of a yeah. like rape my professor style but, app that but, I could keep track but of. But as a realist, do you think any guy or any girl would want to fill this out? Here's the here's the kicker. I think it's the parents that are filling it out. Like <laughs> somebody in the neighborhood. <laughs> Goes out with Johnny. Now, this would work in a small town. I'm not sure it would work in one of these larger towns. But in a small town, somebody goes out with Johnny. Dad gets on the app and is like, all right, listen, Johnny was pretty nice. I like him. He's a good guy. He has a tattoo. And I'm pretty the sure. The 12-year-old has a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't – that's the thing. I think that he's backwards here. He's, he's looking at, like, who's going to fill this out. Like, the boyfriend's going to actually fill this out. Here, before you take my daughter out, I need you to do a little survey. That'll never happen. But if the parents were filling this out – and just filling, like, basically sharing their their gossip around, especially us with with daughters. I would, I'd, I'd jump on board. Maybe I'll develop this a little further than uh, Joe has. He, he wants one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Might I add, Joe? Come on, an app, an app this simple. Yeah, really, you're talking about like putting in a little bit of a database and, here. Yeah, and, and like it doesn't make sense. He only has one reward tier, which is limited to one hundred fifty. Might I add. Um, for a hundred dollars, and all he puts in the description: free app. Free app. You can have the free app. I've worked on technology and software projects before, and I will have a graduate certificate in project management very soon. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't understand okay. this picture he has there. I think it's a blurred out picture of his daughter. Oh, it's it's his look at. It. It's the same as his avatar. That's him on his avatar. Look at it. That's exact same. It's like just blown up picture of, it, of that, him. That is him and he's in army fatigues. So. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's playing with tinfoil or something. So, uh, you Not know. quite fully thought out here, yeah, buddy. So, like, yeah, thanks for serving our country, but this project is not 
played out well at all. It is our sack of the week. <laughs> I love the idea, and I think that it'll never work, but I... <laughs> I mean, even if it were a fantastically produced project and it were more solid, I don't think it would ever work. But yeah. thank you, Joe. Um, Appreciate your contribution to our show. show. And that actually brings us to the end of our show. So if you have any sacks of the week or any regular projects you'd love to share with us, please send us an email at kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast. Hey, we're two people short from having a giveaway, so go find two people that <gasps> like the page. Um <laughs> on there or you can follow your you can also tweet us on twitter on our the tweeters at kickcast for the show or at drew tyler for or no at night 20 for the one and only drew tyler that's where you'll find kt yep. data for myself on there and if you were like hey i really believe in who is da- in dating my daughter and i'm gonna i'm gonna drop 150k on, right yeah, now yeah, on there um just head on over to kickcast.net and look in our show notes and a link straight to that our next episode is going to be oh, don't say august don't say august don't say august it's going to be august oh my gonna, God. it's going to be august how is it already? august you're going back august to school 4th. soon aren't you that's what i don't want it to be august <laughs> august 4th <laughs> august, all right i'll be here august 4th 4th semester 4th. hasn't started yet right no a semester will start uh, august 31st so actually we'll get in two full shows before we go back yep. to school. august 4th 24th 15 and we'd love it if you guys come watch live thanks hot rod for sticking around in the chat uh, yes. cousin jane and all the rest of the crew who were here earlier um you can watch it live at live.kickcast.net um drew you got anything to plug before we go just another day i'm back home so little big cast will be live tomorrow on twitch we do uh playstation gaming for for a good hour or so we talk about our lives and playstations um for the little big cast other than that i'm home and I'm going to enjoy the next 30 days. I will be doing, I will be just take, I will just, my turn. <laughs> he's, he's going to his moments and talk about good cross promotion like that. All right, guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Good night. Yeah.